Hi and welcome to Lessons in Resilience, the podcast series where we talk about what resilience really looks like. I'm your host, resilience coach Pam Cotman, and in each episode I'll be sharing tips to help you create a kinder, more realistic toolkit for coping with change, challenge, self-doubt, stress, all the inevitable ups and downs of life. Where do you have a voice? And how do you use it? In today's episode, I'm getting loud about voice. Because voice has always played a part in conversations I've had about confidence. And it's played a part in every classroom and meeting room I've ever worked in. Voice matters. It matters because image and exposure make up 90% of the factors that lead to promotion and recognition in the workplace with performance counting for an infuriatingly low just 10%. Voice matters because articulating our thinking out loud has the power to change and improve not just others' opinions, but our own. Voice matters because it's how we get a window into a variety of views and perspectives that might otherwise go unheard or worse, ignored. And yet, not all of us feel confident when it comes to using our voice. Have you ever noticed the features of predominantly women's speech that cast doubt on what you're saying before, during or even after you've said it? How often do you use or hear others using just? Start a sentence with, I'm not sure, or this might be a silly question, but, or end a sentence with, don't you? Isn't it? Have you noticed how we and others make ourselves verbally small or even silent in classrooms, meeting rooms, and boardrooms for fear of getting it wrong or how we'll be received. And it's that last one that really gets my goat. This isn't a problem for individuals to sort alone. Some of us are naturally quieter, preferring written to verbal communication and thinking things through rather than an immediate verbal response. And that's all okay. But it's our responsibility as leaders parents, colleagues, anyone living or working with others to create the psychological safety in which everyone feels able to use their voice and be heard. So here are six questions to get you thinking about voice, language and how you and those around you use them. Number one, where do you have a voice? Think about home, work, friendship, social groups, anywhere where you have some kind of interaction with other people. Number two, how often do you stay quiet? And how do you feel about that? Number three, how often do you use or hear just or start a sentence with, I'm not sure, or I think that... Number four, how often do you find yourself using someone else's voice rather than your own? In other words, are you authentic when using your voice at home, work, or beyond? Where are the places where you feel comfortable doing that? And which places do you find yourself using someone else's voice instead? Number five, what would help you to feel more confident when it comes to your voice? For some of my clients, that's involved more detailed preparation before meetings, practicing what they say before they have to say it by coming up with useful phrases or scripts for certain moments. It's involved sharing thoughts in written form ahead of a conversation so it makes it a little bit easier to then have those conversations in person. 
what have you used or could you use to help you use your voice with more confidence? And number six, how could you help to create the psychological safety which will enable and empower those around you to use their voice and feel heard? If you're interested in reading and learning more about voice and confidence, I highly recommend two books, Quiet by Susan Cain and Shy and Mighty by Nadia Feiner. Both are great on talking about what happens if we stay or are made to stay quiet or silent. Spoiler, it's not good news. And how to show up in the world in a way that still feels authentic to quiet, shy or introverted personalities. And if you're interested in coaching to help build confidence in your voice, I'd be happy to arrange a time to talk about how I can help. You'll find all my details in the show notes. Thanks for listening to this episode. I hope you found it useful. If you did, I'd love it if you would follow Lessons in Resilience on your favourite podcast platform. And while you're there, leave a review. It really helps with getting more listeners and spreading the word about what resilience really looks like. You might even choose to share this episode with a friend. If you want to find out more about my resilience work, you can find me on Instagram and LinkedIn at Pam Cotman. Join my Facebook group, Resilient Women, or head to my website, pamcotman.com. I hope you'll join me again next time for more Lessons in Resilience.